Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Have you heard about Cell AED? It's the world's first mini personal defibrillator. You can keep it at home, the office, or even your sports bag. Cell AED is game-changing technology that you can use if someone has sudden cardiac arrest, which can affect anyone from kids on the sporting field to adults at home. Sudden cardiac arrest happens suddenly with no warning. You only have minutes to get the defibrillator on the person affected. That's where Cell AED comes in. You can help save the life of someone you love. Every home should have a Cell AED. It's really a lifesaver. Learn more at CellAED.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D.io. Hello and welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm your host Shane Lee. It's the 3rd of November 2023 and on the show today, a guy who's a very good mate of mine. He played cricket in his junior days with my good self, but he went on to play 177 first grade games for the St. George Dragons and the uh, the Balmain Tigers. Welcome Corey Pearson. Thanks for having me, S. Lee. Now we're going to start, Corey, with the um, with a bit of cricket overnight. India took on, I was going to say the might of Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka are all out for 55, Corey. Yes, interesting times, especially now that uh, Australia got the big game tomorrow against England. Mm. Um, I noticed that uh, Coley got another 98, and I think that yeah. takes him up to about uh, 48 one-day international hundreds, if I'm right. Yeah, he's trying to definitely um, go past the great Sachin Tendulkar, and I know that'll be a big moment for him. Uh, Stuart McGill, it always sounds like Stuart McGill when I say his name, he scored a brilliant 92. Brad Coley, as you said, uh, in the 90s. Um, Sharaz also scored 82. But then uh, Sri Lanka have just had a really poor tournament, capitulated. Shami took five for 18 again, his second Fifer for this this World Cup. Uh, and Shiraz took three for 16, mate. So all over. India now seven for seven. You have to say, Corey, they're dead set favourites. You would think so, mate. But I, I tell you what, it's an interesting circumstances with Australia, you know, mm-hmm. losing their first game or yep. two. And um, reminds me of uh, around your era, mate, the World Cup with you guys where you come from nowhere and yeah. took out the title. So Yeah. Well, mate, just on that, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll look at a couple of other games that happened in the last week also. But you mentioned before England takes on Australia. England currently sitting 10th. The current champions are last. They've played seven matches and won one. That's a big game for the Australians. But overnight, Glenn Maxwell apparently fell off his golf uh, golf cart and has got concussion. <laughs> there wasn't a game of skins involved, was there? But they'll, they'll kick out the ball from under the tree. Well, there's a rumour going around, and this is only a rumour, so I'm not saying this is fact, but uh, Mitchell Marsh has gone home for personal reasons. Some are saying that those two may have got into an altercation. I don't know. I'm not saying that is the case, but it seems a bit uh, ironic that he's gone home and none of the players are saying they actually saw Maxwell fall off the cart. They're <laughs> saying he allegedly hit his head. <laughs> <laughs> might have been the old Perth fair go. <laughs> he might have been cheating, you reckon. <laughs> Mate, some other games um, over the last uh, week. Uh, South Africa, who absolutely smashed New Zealand, they scored uh, four for 357. Rassen van der Dusen, 133. And Quinton de Kock, who is the leading run scorer for this tournament so far, scored, scored his third 100 with 114. Yes, mate. Super player, isn't he? Super player, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, um, David Miller chipped in with 53. 
And then once again, they were too good. Uh, Bowling New Zealand out for 167. The other game uh, was was quite close. Uh, Bangladesh, who played fairly well this tournament, um, Pakistan just getting home there three down. Um, interesting. But you, if you look at the uh, the Rugby World Cup, Corey, I know you're not you're not a huge fan of rugby, are you? Oh, look, it's it's. I was actually I was in Melbourne on the weekend, and I got up early and I went down to the sports bar at six o'clock and. Might have even had a little sharpie down there while I was watching the second <laughs> half, and <laughs> that's AM. But uh, but just the, the way they play, the ruck them all, the ruck them all, the ruck them all, and mm. you know they got a backline set. And every time they went wide, and this is with New Zealand, they were one player down. Every time they went to their five eight and their wingers, they looked threatening. But for some reason, they kept it in tight, and um, just their game plan just surprises me. Yeah, well, mate, um, South Africa getting up by one point. It was their third one point game in a row. Uh, we spoke about it on the show last week, thinking you know, can South Africa, with only a seven-day turnaround, bounce back from that really hard semi-final and the quarter-final before? They're a very, very physical team, and they they did that, and they, I think they were deserved winners back yeah, to back. Now I think so, and um, even onto Australia. I mean, what, what a disappointing tournament, and it's interesting mm. to see what's happened there. It's uh, when they made the tough decision. Got Eddie Jones in, who's a great coach, obviously with his record. He's made the tough decision to uh, move some of the senior players on. So the hard work's done. Mm. And um, to see what's happened after the tournament, it's uh, be, be interesting to see what, what the washout is of that. Because, uh, as I say, made the tough decisions and um, now it's time to build and they've moved him on. So uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, well, um, we'll see what happens then. That's taking a full sort of um, review uh, of the team and the coaching panel. And um uh, Mr. War has got some uh, some work to do now as, as the new CEO. He's gonna he's gonna be on the pump for the next few months, I'd say. Oh, it's exactly right, mate. So, uh, yeah, and the chairman there as well. So the guys that uh, appointed Jones, um, yeah, Jones, as I say, has got a track record. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. somebody's got to put their hand up. He says mate a lot, doesn't he? Mate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Um, We'll finish with a bit of um, a a team that has a huge following in Australia at the moment, um, following their success in the the Women's Football World Cup, the Matildas. Um, They're on a charge to go to the Olympics, and you have to say right now, it looks like they're going to be there. They beat Iran 2-0. Then they took on the Philippines, and it was an absolute whitewash there, uh, 8-0 to them. And then we took on Chinese Taipei. Mary Fowler scoring a cracking goal from out wide, uh, smashed the ball in the back of net. They won 3-0 against them. Yeah, they're on fire, mate. Haven't they taken the nation? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll add an interest to uh, you know soccer and women's sport, which is fantastic. Yeah, three sellout um, stadiums over there in Perth. So well done to the Matildas. And I think Mary Fowler might have found a new boyfriend from rugby league. I don't know. Is there a river going around? Well, I'm only going by the papers, but Nathan Cleary, he will travel. Will <laughs> he travel. will travel. Four and a half hours on a flight. Well, they call her That's the, keen. They call her the butterfly, mate. And she's, um, I'll tell you what, they are great ambassadors for, for women's sport and for sport in general. Well, that's it, Corey. Mate, thanks for coming on the show. Sweet, nice and simple and sweet here, mate. We're um we're up here in the beautiful Foster uh, on the north coast of New South Wales. We've got a boys' weekend, plenty of golf, plenty of drinking. We might have to sample those Wallace Lake oysters too, I think, Shane. Yeah, let's do that. Um, well, thanks, guys. Then thanks to our sponsors, Cell AED and the Osher Group. We'll be back next week with some more sport. That's Sport with Thought on Afternoon Sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. 
If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com.